You're now tuned in to The Investor Show, where we teach simple wealth creation for the common investors. With investment advisor, award-winning author, international speaker, and founder of Royal Financial Investment Group, Prince Dykes. Once again, guys, this is The Investor Show. As always, this is your host, Prince Dykes. Coming to you guys with a live fresh podcast all the way here from Honolulu, Hawaii. But guys, don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, comment, and share button no matter where you're getting this from, across the globe, and all of the good stuff like that. But as always, I don't have a lot of time, and I definitely know you guys don't have a lot of time, so we're going to jump straight into it. What up, what up? It's your boy Vigo Sachi. This is the Investor Show, and you're checking in with the investor genius, Prince Dykes. Let's get it. So, but before we jump straight into the topic today, we got our first sponsor, which is Fanfare. Don't forget to uh, check out Fanfare. It's a brand new app company that I'm going to be headed over to, putting up some great content. So, definitely give a shout out to Fanfare. But as always, as you guys saw in the topic of the video, I'm going to give you guys my top, top four mistakes. Not mistakes. I would say my top four, yeah, I guess you can call them mistakes uh, in business. Oh, learning curves and whatnot. It's not mistakes. It's a learning curve. Top four, right? Had to take a little swig of water there. But anyway, so let's jump straight into it. Number one is a classic decision that a lot of new entrepreneurs make and you don't even realize it, you don't even know it. Let's say, for example, you come up with this crazy, wacky idea for a game, right? I don't know, something for a video game for kids. You got this crazy, wacky idea for video games for kids. And what's the first thing you do when people get an idea or they kind of start working on an idea? They kind of beta test it mentally. Meaning, what I mean by beta testing mentally, they go back and they say, you know what? Let me ask my mom, my dad, my brother, my cousin, my sister, something like that. Hey, you know, what do you think of this particular uh, uh, game or whatever? What do you think of this particular idea? And his cousin, sometimes friend or whatever, might be like, you know what? I think it's great or I think it's a bad idea. Now, what's wrong with that? A lot of times... What you're doing is you're asking people that are not even in your target market. So you're asking, for example, that would be uh, you want to be a fashion designer or something. And you're asking your 62-year-old mom, what does she think of this new shirt that you're making for teenagers? And your 62-year-old mom may be like, no, that's showing too much. Or, hey, that's too colorful. I doubt we're wearing that. I think that's crazy. But you got to think about it. Your mom, that 62-year-old mom, is not your target market. You probably need to be asking some. You're somebody you're targeting a 13-year-old kid or whatnot. But it's a classic mistake that a lot of people make. You will create something and you will say, hey, let me check this with my uh, brother or my sister and see what they think. Hey, what do you think of this brother or sister? Your brother or sister not in your target market. They don't even care about this art collection. They're really just giving you criticism based off of their own opinion or you as their brother or their sister or whatever the case may be. So, and how that happens is your brother or sister may be like, ah, I don't like this. Or what they usually do, they think of someone who's successful at what you're doing and they're compared to what you're doing. They're not coming at you as a consumer, if that makes sense, right? 
for a prime example, let's take me. Uh, you know, me doing finances and investing and stuff like that, whatever, right? I go off and I ask my brother, he probably don't even care nothing about finance. So when he says, I say, hey, what do you think about this picture or me doing this or whatever? He me looks at it and says, hmm, well, I know uh, Dave Ramsey does this and compared to him, this looks like crap. So no, I don't like it. I think you should do this, do that or whatever the case may be. Now, it's nothing personal, but the thing about it is when you go to the internet and you put it out on the internet, people on the internet are like, hey, I love it. I think it's a great idea. I think it's actually different. I think it's this or that. Nothing wrong against uh, what your brother, my brother just told me, but it's just that, hey, he's not in your target market. So one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make, number one, is asking people that are close to them that it's not in their target market. Find somebody that you are designing your product for or whatever and go to them. That's a classic mistake that I made, you know, and it was a lot of things I didn't put out because people around me said, hey, no, that's not cool or whatever. There was sometimes I was hard-headed put it out anyway, and it done pretty well. And I was like, hmm. And that's what made me realize, hey, the people around you are none of your target market. They're just opinionated people, which is cool, which is great to have. But you got to keep in mind your target market. So that's the number one mistake I've seen that I've made. Um, is not paying attention to the target market by uh, looking at someone else. Number two. Emotion. People always say, hey, you know what? Nothing personal. It's just business. That's very true because there's nothing personal in business. A lot of times you have people that will come in and they will... uh, tell you that what they're going to do and how they're going to do it and how it's going to be so awesome and how it's going to be so great for you you get all excited because you got this new person or this new entity or whatever you went to some webinar or some seminar or some workshop that got you all excited about getting into something and then as soon as you get into it you know uh, not even get into it but as soon as you reach out to that person or whatnot they don't respond that happens all the time, especially in business. You go to some workshop, some meeting, you meet a friend or through a mutual friend, and when you guys meet, it hits off perfectly. You guys exchange information. You get their card. They got your card. Everything is perfect. You guys might even take a selfie. Everything is great. They're like, hey, send me an email. Yeah, I'm going to text you. Yeah, we're going to make this happen. Then you get home. You're all excited. You send an email. You send a text. And then you play the wait game. You're waiting and waiting and waiting then that person never responds you're like man what happened and this person is going on about their business and you're kind of like well I respond I reached out to the person they never hit me back the reason why is could have been it's a number of reasons it could have been it could have been a fake person it could have been a person that smiled in your face person who got busy they could have looked over your call anything could have happened but you can't take it personal right you can't take it personal you gotta be like hey you know what Maybe the person was just lying to me straight up. But you can't take nothing personal. It was things in the past where um, take it to a personal life situation. Was Let's say example for the show. Some of the guests that you guys probably seen on the show, you guys probably see about 1% of the people that I reach out to for the show, right? I reach out to them. I ask them, hey, you know, a year or two ago, hey, you want to do the show? Uh, they never respond or they say they respond. They don't show up. They miss the interview. They all type of stuff, right? I don't take it personal because a year later, as your show grows and becomes more popular, guess what? They're calling you now. So you can't take nothing personal. 
Because sometimes it's all about timing. And at that time you guys initially reached out, maybe it wasn't a good time. So you can't take nothing first. That's one of the biggest mistakes. I've taken things personal in the past where I've asked people for something or they said they was going to do something and it didn't pan out. And I'm like, man, you know, because I can see and consider myself to be pretty genuine that I try to help out as many people as possible. But um, everybody's not the same way. So when you reach out to these people, you ask them to do something for you. They don't do it or they, they flake on you or something like that. You just got to just roll with the punch and say, hey, you know what? That wasn't meant to be. Maybe another time. Try it again later on. Keep on moving by your business. Don't take nothing personal. Remove emotions out of business because it's a lot of fake and fraudulent people in, in life in general, especially in business. So that leads us walking into... You are tuned into the Investor Show. As you grow uh, in entrepreneurship and business or anything like that, the bigger you become, the more peace, moving pieces you have. The more pieces, moving pieces you have, the more uh, things you got going on, it opens up for stuff to fall off, fall through the cracks. For a prime example, right? If I say, hey, I want to put out a podcast. Doesn't require a whole lot on my behalf. All it requires is for me to record it, put it up, boom. It gets published, it's out there, you guys download it, you guys listen to it. That's it. Easy, simple and easy. But now, let's say if you wanted to do an interview, you want to do a collaboration sponsored by this person over here. And what happens is now that you want to do an interview, that requires that you have to have somebody else that's on the same time zone as you. I'm in Hawaii. I'm usually not in the same time zone as somebody else. So I have to find this person that's in, let's say the person's in Miami. So this person in Miami and I have to come up with a time. We have to sit up with a time. Our time has to collaborate. When our time gets to collaborate and go good, uh, everything starts to match up perfectly. Right now, we said we want to get the show sponsored by whatever the case may be. Now, you got to do a sponsorship proposal and blah, 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 all the other good stuff or whatever. So, now I got to hope that the guest is on time. Then, I got to hope that I get the sponsorship and hope all of this lines up. Now, Prince, what's wrong with this? The thing about it is, when people get a guest or they get something or they, they get a, a, a collaboration or something like that, they like to talk about it, which is nothing wrong about it. You're excited. It's a lot of things that happen that I'm excited about that I text uh, the show executive producer, Chad Davis. Or I may text the show sound producer, um, um, Brian Turner, Brian J, or whatnot. I may say, hey, man, this is going on with all my brothers or my cousins. I mean, hey, man, this is my close circle. Hey, this is what's happening. This is what could happen. Blah, 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 blah. That's cool. That's fine because you worked hard. You finally got something. You got a good vision. Cool. But the thing about it is, it's cool to have that little private section that you can vent to, but be very careful what you're going to in the public. Because that could come back and burn you. Because let's say if you go out and be like, yeah, I got this person's coming in for an interview. These people say they're going to sponsor me and blah, 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 blah. All the other great stuff. Everything is great. And then let's say the last minute the sponsorship doesn't go through. The person that said it's going to, you're going to interview, they, hey, you know, I got sick. Something happened. I got another interview come up, which does happen all the time. So, um... Now that that happens, that may look make you look like, you know, now people are like, hey, you said you was 
got sponsored by this person, you was doing this, you was doing that. What happened? They're not going to look at your guests and say something happened with them. They're not going to look at the company that was sponsoring you and say something happened with them. You know what they're going to say? You know who they're going to blame it on? They're going to blame it on you. Exactly. They are going to blame it on you. They're going to say, hey, what happened? You said you had this or that or whatever going on. It didn't happen. Why didn't it happen? What did you do? What did you say? What did you, whatever the case may be, right? So you um, just got to be very careful about that, you know. Um, be very, very mindful and careful on how you're going to do stuff like that, you know. Don't talk about things before they happen. Just let them happen. I made that mistake before. Well, I never really made that mistake because I move pretty quietly. I don't really tell people things and stuff like that. I never really made that mistake because I was just always taught that way. But I've seen a lot of other people make uh, that mistake in number three. That's pretty much saying, uh, talking about things, and then you're kind of wondering what happened with it, and it doesn't happen. And it's usually out of the person's control, but nobody cares about that. They're just going to say, hey, you said it, it didn't happen, you're going to look like crap. So if you're making moves out there, move in silence, wait till they happen. Once they're said and done, then go to the public and tell everybody about it. All right? Cool. Number four. 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 Number four. The final one, number four. I'm pretty sure this list is going to get extremely long in the future as I move along and stuff like that. But I'm just giving you guys the top four. Maybe it may help somebody out there with it. Number four is networking, right? When networking and you're getting to know people and stuff like that, I learned very fast that it's never about who you know, but it's always about who knows you. For prime example, right? Uh, my personal life, I know people that have great jobs and they work at corporations they work at positions in government uh stuff like that you know or whatever and they say hey well prince i know the ceo or by working at this job i'm connected to these people and i know these people or whatnot great whatever the case may be if you are working at a job right it, of course you're probably going to know the ceo or you're probably going to know your uh, hierarchy your chain of command or whatnot your upline or whatever the case may be that's cool. It's, that's pretty standard, of course. You're probably going to know them. But the big difference with networking is they're not really in your network. You just know them. <laughs> you know, it's the difference between when they know you. And the difference between you knowing somebody and them knowing you is if they do something for your uh, personal gain and they pretty much don't have nothing to gain from it. For a prime example, right? So... You go to a meeting and you meet, I don't know, who's a Oprah, right? You go out there and you meet Oprah, right? And uh, you're like, hey, everybody knows who Oprah is, right? But you want Oprah to come to your baby shower or put you in her book club or put you on a show or whatnot. So you reach out to her and she never responds to you. Is it a bad thing on you? No, because, heck, everybody knows who Oprah is. Yeah. Everybody knows who Ellen is. Yeah. Everybody knows who Steve is. Yeah. Steve Harvey or Ellen DeGeneres show or whatever shows that are out there, whatever media outlet you can think of. Yeah, you know, whatever popular person that's out there, yes, we all know them. Yeah. But the question is, do they know you? Because no. if they don't know you, they're not really in your network. No. <laughs> they're not. I mean, they're not really is, but 
people go to meetings and they meet type of people, and I've done this too, where you go in, you meet people, and you say, wow, well, I met this person, uh, I, I know this person, let me see if I reach out and ask them for a favor. You reach out, and they never respond. That's a clear example of you don't really know them. And on the reverse hand, I've met some uh, a good bit of famous people and pretty powerful and potent people, very successful people or whatnot, and I text them, phone call, or email them, and got a response right away, and they came on and helped me out and everything. So it's about who knows you. They like you. They know who you are. You tell them to be somewhere. They show up. They come out. They support you. That is awesome. They know you, right? So you got to always keep that in mind, that it's never about who you know. It's about who knows you. And the biggest way it tells me when someone knows you is when they come in and you send that phone call or that text message, you ask them for a favor, will they do something for you? Will, you, will they look over something for you? And they say, sure, of course, send it over. I got it. Yeah, I'll be there. Then that person knows you. But other times, just because you're at your job and you know somebody that's pretty powerful or whatever, and they walk by you every day, they can speak to you and everything. And maybe even call you by your first name. Hey, Susie. Because the thing about it, if you was to lose that job, guess what? It'll be somebody else right there the next day. You're just filling a position. They're looking at a position. They may know you, but if you was to uh, lose that job, they're not going to, um, and they hire someone else, they're going to keep the, keep the train rolling. You know, they're not going to be at your house trying to help you for your situation or whatnot, whatever the case may be. So that's the one thing I want you guys to think about. It's not about who you know. It's about who knows you. That was the big lesson that I learned, and that's how it relates personally. But anyway, guys, that's my top four business lessons or business mistakes or business lessons I've learned uh, so far. And um, don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, comment, and share button. Thank you guys for what you're calling. You guys got any questions? Want to ask any questions to the show? Look in the description box. Hit me up at AxPrince, A-S-K, Prince, P-R-I-N-C-E, at HeroicFinancials.com. But uh, until the next week, until the next video, until the next podcast, until the next cartoon, until the next book, until the next <laughs> whatever crazy stuff I decide to come up with, you guys be peace, be easy, be safe. I'm out. Thanks.